Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome to KBN Live. We've got uh, below me there, Ryan Lambert, and I am Jeff. What'd you say? Ryan Lambert, below me in the screen, son. And we've got uh, below below on the screen. That's it. Not in anything else, man. Okay. Uh, We are just uh, pumped to have Josh, I think Ryan called him the Tennessee Hammer Stewart. uh, He's one of them, yeah. Yeah, on here. One of many. Yes. There's a lot. You guys have been doing damage all year, different different places and all over the country and all over the southeast. But Josh, thanks for getting on here with us, buddy. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. When'd you get home? No, I've been home since uh, four o'clock. I know. I mean, from, I'm from <laughs> from the trip. Did you stay up there at all? Or did you just take your money and run? I got home. The, I left the next morning at nine o'clock. Got there about ten thirty. I got you. Okay. Straight to the bank or what? Oh yeah, straight. Put that, them big that checks in there. Check straight in. So how was uh, how was that tournament? Pretty good. I heard I heard some some duck hunting horror stories up there. Oh yeah, um, that was pretty bad. I felt sorry for him. The most definitely when I when I realized what was going on when the sun came up. <laughs> that was horrible. So y'all, but fr- from talking to a few guys. Most of y'all were in like the same general area. Like you weren't too far from each other, right? Yeah, me and me, Russ and uh, Tyler Cole. Yeah, we're pretty pretty close together. But I mean, I mean, not Russ. Uh, me, Jamie, and Tyler Cole. Yeah. Russ was Russ was somewhere up north. He was up there with the big fish, huh? Yeah, because <laughs> he Dude, found he them. caught him. Golly, yeah. <laughs> that's uh, amazing. That's amazing for that fisher. I did not think anybody would catch ninety inches. I thought it would be a lot of smallmouth, too. I wouldn't expect you yeah. to see that many largemouth caught. Yeah. I didn't even catch a smallmouth the whole time I was there. I've seen Derek Atkin, Atkin hooking one smallmouth. That's the only smallmouth I've seen. So, Josh, you, you've killed it this year, obviously, in multiple tournaments on lakes all over the place. What's your secret? How do you do it? What are you looking for? Like, I mean – you're not just throwing a dart at the wall. Like, obviously, you've got something figured out to be able to duplicate that over and over again. I don't know. How much How much of it is luck, you think? <laughs> I, I mean, luck, in my opinion, luck is like it. twice. Like, luck's not a dozen times. Yeah, like, yeah I guess. Um, I don't know because I, I usually do pretty horrible pre-fishing. I don't know what it is. I've, I have the most horrible pre-fishing days, and I guess by the third day, I finally figure something out. You know, I don't I don't know what else to say about that. I mean, I do a lot of, you know, researching maps, and, you know, I'll get on Fish Brain and look at it, and then I'll get on the computer and look at Google Earth, you know, go back through the years and pick out trees and stumps. Let me ask you this, Josh. I know you, I mean, Tennessee River, whenever there's a tournament over there, everybody's looking for your name on the leaderboards. We know that. But did anything from there translate to the Mississippi River as far as what you were looking for up there? Oh, no, I've never... I never really fished anything like that before. No, it's a wild place, isn't it? Yeah, it is very wild. You you think you're in somewhere totally different than Wisconsin when you're on there. What does it look like? I mean, were you fishing like, you know, deeper points? Were you looking for no, you know, just, way downs or what? I was basically fishing um, from where the the river level was high. So um, I was fishing a big flat, basically that had submerged lily pads and grass in it, and I was just. Hmm. At, Basically, fan casting with a wacky rig. 
when the sun yeah. was out, the first day when the sun was out, it was insane. It was like every cast. I've never. It's probably one of the best days of fishing I've ever had. That first day, That's just by the sheer number of fish that was was being caught. So what happened on day two? Like, did the weather change? Was it over? Yeah, so that was that was about forty five minutes an hour of sunshine, and then it was straight rain and clouds. But I eventually ended up finding them a little bit in the deeper ditches. At the end of the day, managed to cut, catch a couple, call up. You say you're so on the, your, I'm sorry, sorry, Ryan. I was going to say, you, I, I went up there earlier this year for the uh, trail event they had up there. Were you fishing the yeah. main river, or were you in some backwater flat, or what, what were you on? No, I was just fishing um, like a below a spillway, basically. And um, below that spillway, there was like, I guess there was two channels. There was a channel on each side that ran through there, and um, it was pushing water. I guess they were just waiting for food to come through, you know, to, through that grass and those pads. Just waiting to ambush stuff. So, out of all the out of all the tournaments this year, what's been your biggest? Like, what's your favorite? What's kind of the notch in your belt you're the most proud of? Um, most honestly, um, I don't know, probably Gunnersville, yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a close world, one, man. World fun, yeah. <laughs> the world spot. They got hot there at the end. <laughs> Freaking Steve pulled the plug out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I remember uh, talking to you guys. Like, Steve's at 90 what? No. It's going to happen. He's going to yep. be. He, he tried, man. He, he gave it a damn good shot. That was a good run he had coming from whatever, like thirtieth or something on day yeah. one to, to you know a couple inches back on day two. That's, that's about the same thing I did at, at the Kentucky Lake one. I come from like oh, I remember second to second. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. There was rumors flying that somebody had a hundred inches that day. Yeah, well, I went to Barkley somewhere I've never fished before, just like two hours away from you know my home waters and. It wasn't like I could just pick up and go somewhere else because I had no idea where I was at. I, was struck, I barely got five in, and I went back, you know, to my backyard and slammed them the next day. <laughs> Turns out that's probably a safer bet, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Fish what you know. Yeah, thinking I can win a Kentucky Lake tournament on Barkley. I don't know what I was thinking. I'm sure somebody's somebody's came close a time or two. I mean, I've heard Barkley Fish is pretty decent, but... I haven't yeah. spent any time on it myself, so I wouldn't I wouldn't gamble on it. Now, Josh, you got something that you travel with that is like your go-to technique, or are you just fi- figuring it out each time you go? My go-to technique is it's just a jig and a wacky rig most of the time, probably 80% of the time. And if it gets tough, you know, I'll just, I'll start just a shaky head, basically. So nothing fancy, no crazy lures or adjustments, just finding the fish? Is that the deal? Yeah, I keep it pretty simple. If you guys see my tackle, you would be like, "What is this? Who's this? This isn't this guy's tackle, really." It's <laughs> uh, everybody, like you know, after the the Hobie event, the Native event, everybody was hitting me up like, "What are they eating? What are they eating? Are they eating swim jigs? Are they eating frogs?" And I was like, "Man, I was like, I've caught every one of those fish on two packs of freaking sinkos." Yeah. I, I think I caught a couple fish on swim baits, but that whole that whole run there in Gunnersville was all on sinkos. Yeah, well, I, I can't figure out why bass like to eat sinkos. I don't know. It seems like every bass anywhere you go in the country, they're going to eat a sinko, and I don't know why. I can't figure out what kind of like natural forage looks like a sinko. I don't think anything does. Shows you how dumb bass are. We just got to get it in front of them. Yeah. 
Yeah, it tricks us. Not that far. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm probably you, I'm you might be able to catch them just as good on other ones, but I just never really. That's my confidence. Yeah, they eat them. Yep. So, Josh and Ryan, would you all say that most people just overcomplicate this whole deal looking for the magic uh, color or bait or the latest greatest? Oh, yeah. Yeah, most definitely. For sure. I think all the colors, like if you look at a, you know, a wall of baits and Bass Pro or something, there's about three colors out of that whole wall that's, you know, necessary to catch fish. I mean, uh, a lot of these lures are designed to catch us, not necessarily catch fish. You see gimmicks come out every single year. You know the new hot bait or whatever, but well, see, I'm not very good. I'm not very uh, good at fishing muddy water, so that might be something I need to learn. Probably need to start packing more chartreuse stuff. Pack you a black trick worm and don't worry about the rest of it. Okay. <laughs> Ask Steve-O. Steve-O will sit out there with a shaky head black trick worm, and he'll catch them all day long in muddy water. Yeah. I usually just try to avoid, avoid that muddy water. <laughs> You like creeks, though, right? I mean, you kind of you kind of look for creeks. Oh yeah, it's, uh, yeah. If in the summertime, if I can find a creek that's got <coughs> some cool water pouring into it, yeah, I'm, that's where I'm definitely going. But that runs a little higher risk of running into muddy water. If you get a good rain, that's that's yeah. usually yeah, but that's still, quick. That'll still be there though. Is that your deal, Josh? <laughs> somewhere you, you prefer shallow to deep. Oh yeah, most definitely. You're the James Cox of kayak anglers, huh? Yeah, I can't. I'm I'm okay at fishing deep, but it's not my it's not my specialty at all. That's all right. I like it in summertime if you can find a good ledge, but for the most part, I, I mean, I, especially around here, like Gunnersville, you can find fish shallow year round, yeah, even in the winter time. You can find fish in three or four feet of water. That's what's great about Gunnersville. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm ready for uh, next spring. We're going to have a good time. Oh, the NC? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm ready to hold hold on to something down there. <laughs> what is that? What are you ready to hold on to? Uh, man, probably some big brown fish, if I had to guess. Oh, okay. I'm going to Oh, I know where you're going. I got you. Yeah. I got a little, little spot down there. Hey, Garrett Morgan <coughs> chimed in and said, uh, talking about the gimmick baits, that uh, they got him this year with that live target spider. First gimmick he's bought in years. I say I love the live target frog. That's my that's my favorite frog. The copper. Uh, what is that, copper man, uh, we were fishing. I don't. I don't. I don't necessarily buy a lot of new baits anyway. Like I'll buy the same old stuff I've always thrown. But yeah, uh, Aaron, we were fishing on Priest, and he pulls out this lunker hunt frog. So it's like a hollow body frog, but it's got little feet that spin around on it, and it's got a trailer hook. He didn't miss one single fish on that thing. Yeah. They all got that trailer hook, every one of them. And I was like, man, I thought it was a gimmick, but he kind of proved me wrong on that one. You may have to invest in a couple of those. He's on that uh, Toad Runner, aren't you? you know what I saw? Yeah, speaking of gimmick baits, yeah, I bought that Toad Runner. And, uh, <laughs> was that a I threw it all over Chickamauga in the state championship. It caught him, man. Yeah. I caught all my fish on a river frog there. Every one of them. I wasn't mad at it. That was a tough tournament. That cold front, that uh, that was yeah, a humbling was... experience. <laughs> I think it was five fish for two days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would have that hurt some feelings there. Oh, Russ still put it on, though. 
Yeah, he he kills them. I mean, he he wins so many of our tournaments, and he's won AOI. I think the last three years in our club. I know people were asking. They're like, "What do you think? I mean, should we ban a guide from being able to fish your clubs? Like, no, y'all just get used to getting beat. I guess. I mean, you can't you can't ban the ban the dude for wanting to like fish every with year. you for what he does for a living. Yeah. Craig Dye took home. It seemed like every year he'd take home the AOI. Then as soon as he moved to Georgia, um, Russ moved. It was like this next year, here's Russ. And I was like, hey, who is this guy? Yep, he, he came in hot. Yeah. He's such a humble dude, too, though. I mean, oh, yeah, he's the nicest guy in the world. He, he really is. He smashes the fish, for sure. I think he said he was going to California for a week or two to, to fish out there. Yeah, he's talking about talking trying to make, there right uh, now. Yeah, he, he's talking about maybe trying to fish his way into the TOC come out and fish that shootout. Yeah. Hopefully he does. Did you, you fish the FLW Cup, right? Yeah. So you've got a little bit of experience on the lake, huh? Yeah, I got a little bit, yeah. What did you think about it? Oh, that was, that was I mean, I don't I don't know how it's going to be. That was, that was super hot. Yeah. Every, only re- I come in 10th place just because I would drive like 45 minutes to a creek every day and catch like some 12 spots to fill a limit. Really? That's the only way. I even came in tenth place because it was just so tough. Lake's changing yes, right what, now. What do you think? Well, we had our state championship there last month, beginning of last month. Uh, the lake is really low. Was it low in the summer, Josh? I lost you guys for a second. No, was it was the lake low this summer when you guys were there? I didn't get out yeah, there. Yeah, so it was very, very low, very yeah. low. It's still low. We're getting a lot of rain. It's been raining right now for about twenty four hours. I don't know if it's down there or not, but. Water's cooling down. You know, our state championship was October uh, 7th and 8th or 9th and 10th, whatever. And the fish were trying to push back in the creeks then. So maybe by by uh, November or something, they'll be pushed way back and, and people catch them up pretty good. But we had uh, two-day limits in the high 80s, and even somebody broke 90 for our state championship to win it. So they, they're starting to get on it. That's pretty good. Yeah, and matter of fact, all three guys found a lot of them and fished the same little group. Uh, finished top three. Really? Yeah. So it's it's a deep, clear lake, right? Is that what I understand? Pretty yeah. Much. You can go up both two forks of the river, but overall, it's a it's a deep, clear lake. A little bit of grass, some trees, rocks. Well, it has a, it had a lot of grass on it. It was just out of the water. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You guys will have fun. It'll fish better than it did this summer. I promise. I'm just hoping the rig bot turns on. I don't know how cold it's supposed to be there. It's been pretty warm here until the last couple weeks, and it's been in the 50s at night, a yeah. couple nights in the 40s, so it's, it's dropping. That sounds good. That sounds I'm, ready, I'm ready to get the rig back going. I'm, I'm probably going to throw one quite a bit on Chicken Bobby this weekend myself. They're schooling up pretty good. Hey, speaking oh. of uh, TOC, I'm going to flip this graphic on that so the people watching can see it. Have you guys uh, been privy to the, the payout that's dropped? Have you seen that on the, the Bassmaster yeah, article on Hogan? Uh, I talked to some talked to a guy the other day told me it's like uh 25 and down 10th place to a thousand right yeah so top 10 getting paid out uh you know 20 percent of the field basically so you're, you're splitting a lot of money between only 50 guys 10th place to take a thousand dollars that's that's pretty fair i know they talked about the first place guy wanted to take a huge chunk of that what do y'all think no i like it man yeah, i mean this seems fine with me i'm I mean, it wouldn't matter either way if they, you know, dispersed it more or not. It's fine. Top 10, 10, 10 gets 1,000. That'll pay for your trip. Yeah, it's going to be good. 
Uh, Chris Jones, who just won our state championship, chimed in on the, the group chat there and uh, said, find dirty water if you want to win the tournament. Uh, yeah, drop if you could just drop drop a pin real quick, Chris. I'll I'll get right there, man. Yeah, and just, I just got a couple of ideas. Yeah, and uh, FYI, there's no portaging in the TOC event for anyone watching. There's not. Mm-mm. What if you? I mean, but if you put the fish back there yourself, can you go get them? Or uh, no, I, I think AJ would frown on that. Dang. All right. Okay, that's cool. If you put them back there yourself. <laughs> It's a two-day tournament, right? So, Josh, if you smash them on day one, is it cool if I come slide in there on day two? Man, if you can, if you can find me, yeah. <laughs> you can tail, you can tail <laughs> you on day two. Josh will be leaving at four in the morning on day two. That's fair. That's fair. No, I don't get up early on day two. I may, I may be up bright-eyed and bushy-tailed on day one, but I probably ain't gonna be there too early on day two. I'm gonna show up in time though. I get there in time, but yeah, that's all. That's all you need. Yeah, I'm not out there trying to break any records or anything. <laughs> you guys, uh, you guys are in, but the, I, I'm, anybody that's watching, who is going to the shootout? Because I'm on the outside looking in. I'm trying to get one of those last three spots. So I'm in the shootout. So if you're going to the shootout, comment down there and, and let us know. But uh, where are y'all staying? Are y'all at a Mountain Harbor? Is that where y'all are, are staying for this thing? Me, I don't even. I'll probably just find a hotel room once I get there. I don't even know. Depending we got on, a house, uh, Steve and Terry Golden. Okay. We rented a place. I think I think Steve said it's like a half a mile from from attorney headquarters. Okay. Yeah. Hot Rich Shrek and Roast. He said he's gonna come fish. Is he? He put his hand up. Look at there. That's what he says. He said he's gonna come fish Gunnersville too, and he's gonna beat me. And I didn't see his ass out there. Yeah. This is a little closer, Gunnersville. <laughs> it's a little closer. Yeah, Richie sent me a little message the other day. Said he was coming, so that's cool. I think there's a lot of people that are coming that still haven't signed up. I'm one of them. I haven't signed up yet. I always. Uh, How many people do you think the shootout will end up having in it? Man, I hope I hope quite a few. Uh, you know, we've got some pretty good sized local clubs here that we try to get the word out and get those guys in it. But a little rich for their blood sometimes. A lot of folks that fish these locals aren't really down to drop a hundred or hundred fifty bucks, whatever it is. But um, yeah, I'll fish it. I'll be in it. I'm pretty sure most of the guys there will be fishing it. Yeah, you might as well. You guys, I mean, it's cash payout plus the three spots. So it's like a pre-day. It's like a pre-fish tourney. Yeah, I pre-fish. can't decide. I'm gonna see. I think we're getting out there on Wednesday, so I have a couple days to play around. Do you worry that that would uh, burn your spot by trying to fish too hard to win some money, or what? No, uh, I don't have a spot, so I'm not really worried about burning anything. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I only got like three or four spots, so I think I'll be okay. Rich said he hopes only three sign up. <laughs> I, think that's already, I think that's already out of the water. Sorry. It's, uh, oh, we lost I don't know. Fish. I mean, I'd like to get out there and find some fish, but the way we're going to do it, I mean, you know, probably have three days to break it down. So I want to try to hit like three ramps a day and get out and, you know, catch a couple fish in each spot, kind of see, number one, what we're marking on the graph, but number two, what the quality is, and that's kind of my pre-fishing tactic. I don't like to beat it up, and it doesn't matter if you catch 100 inches pre-fishing. That's not helping you any, so. Right. I do like the fact that they've changed this shootout to, uh, I know they kind of uh, absorbed the TOC uh, into into this BOS thing, and the shootout, Josh, you've been to Fork before for the original TOC, right? Yeah. Uh, the, the shootout was there was no payout. It was just 
you know, you finished well enough and you were into the next day, but there was no payout. So I think it's cool that this year there actually is. So you can, yeah, uh, if you're going to be there and you, you can fish it, you can uh, win a little money well, along with getting in. Did it not roll over to your uh, entry fee for that tournament? It did. The, the entry fee rolled over, but you didn't win any, you know, prize pot. Or yeah, anything okay. Like that. So that, I think that's a cool, cool change. Yeah. <laughs> David Cruz said not to buy yeah, a headset. Don't worry, David. I'm not. I'm not gonna pick up a headset, man. I'm good. Yeah, no Bluetooth. There's a lot of mountains out there. Ain't gonna, it's not gonna work too well anyway. Yeah, right. is even part of the Bluetooth click? I don't know. No. Unless no. y'all want, unless y'all want to start one right here, I'm down. Let's do it. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. You can call me anytime. Either one of y'all. That's All fine. Right. We'll see what kind of fish you catch pre-fishing, Jeff. I don't know. I don't know if yeah. I'm trying to call you or not. Yeah, it was. Uh, <coughs> Yeah, I'm not sure. Well, Friday, that'll be that. I'm going down the weekend before, and then I'll just get there Thursday night. So Friday I'll be all chips in on, on Friday and see what happens. Uh, how are you feeling about it? I don't know. How does Watchestar treat you? Uh, I finished fifth in state there a month ago, but I didn't have – I had two just little limits each day. But it was – other than those top three guys, everybody kind of grinded out to get some – to get decent limits. So, yeah, just getting two good limits. But got I mean, top five. To give us all, I mean, people that aren't from Arkansas that have electricity and cable, what is Wachita about? Like, what's the big draw there? Like, why are we having all these big tournaments on this lake when when there aren't limits being cranked out or anything? What's well, up, what's first of all, the, the you know there there was a double digit caught there this spring. I mean, it's it's not like it's a it's a legendary Lake Fork or Lake Chickamauga type time, type of place that's turning out giants, but it is full of quality fish. Uh, it's just this summer, the FLW Cup being there, it's summer. It's a bad time to fish there or, or a lot of different places. It's not a river system that gets fresh water into it, so it was low, it was hot, uh, bite was tough. I mean, even the FLW guys on, like Hamilton, had a tough time, summertime. But the fall is going to be better. I mean, it's going to be better. Uh, people are going to catch them. I think it'll take, oh, 170, 175 to win uh, over two days. Uh, okay, not, that ain't bad. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's what I think, especially now that the water's cooling down. Because it was still 82 in a lot of places uh, early October, so it should be down into the 70s, way down into the 70s, and the fish should be chasing. It's going to be good. And it's a big lake. Y'all have y'all looked at the map, right? I mean, there's 100 creek yeah. arms and, and points and a lot of put-ins and oh, yeah. forest service roads. It's a big lake, and you guys can spread out. It'll fish big. Yeah, with 50 people, yeah. yeah Nobody's going to get top of anybody, hopefully. Yeah, Chris Jones said 15 to 18 pounds average for tourneys. Weird weather this year. Yeah. I got you. Uh, that, there was a big fish kill there. Golly, I can't remember. It's maybe seven or eight years ago. Uh, the ones that survived were better fish, uh, and it's kind of made a comeback. It's, there's there's some better quality in there. There's stripers in there, and when they put stripers in there, that kind of does a number on a lot of lakes. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a good tournament. You guys are going to catch them up. Well, I hope I'm one of get a If I can get a striper to hit a hay rig, I'll sit out there and catch them all day long. Y'all don't have to yeah. worry about me <laughs> trying, to, yeah. trying to fish the tournament. I'll be out. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of community holes around that lake where there's just known where there's a lot of schoolies, so you can go out there and have a lot of fun just catching them like that if they're still doing that by, by November. Uh, Jeff, you see Matthew Spencer, how much does rain in Arkansas affect that lake? Do you know? Uh, I mean, the lake is way down, so, you know, any la any rain will be good, I think. It'll, you know, put some fresh water in those creeks and, and bring the lake up a little bit. And Rich was asking about where you can camp. He said, can you camp anywhere on Forest Service land? 
He said there's some weird rules. Question yeah, mark. Rich, you can do whatever you want. Just start a fire, uh, you know, <laughs> burn one out there in the forest, whatever you want to do, man. Yeah, no, I, I, no, I don't know. When I was there, every one of those roads on that in that park that ended in into the water, there's like people camping everywhere. Yeah. There's a lot of hiking trails and stuff like that around there where a lot of people just rough it. And, uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot of camping opportunities out there, so I don't think they'll frown on that. So lake access is pretty good. There's a bunch of primitive ramps. and Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. There's a lot of core ramps, a lot of just forest service roads where you can get in. There's a lot of access, both on north and south side. Only problem with Washita, my biggest problem is there's no bridge that crosses it, really. So if you're going to go to the north side, you got to drive all the way around it to get over yeah. there. Oh, really? Yeah. It's not that bad. Just be careful on that on that road that's uh, where we're staying, the um, national park. I, when it's raining, I swear on both sides of the road it has like tracks where the cars go through it, and you'll hide behind the car. I thought I was going into the woods in the summertime. I thought I was definitely going into the woods down the side of the mountain. Sounds like an adventure. I'll take it. Any of the guys that are watching from down that way, it's about three hours from where I'm at, but I think a lot of the local bass clubs, classics are already in the book, so maybe we won't, we won't have to fight any boat traffic or anything. Hopefully it's out of lake. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Uh, actually, so what's on your agenda? What's on your agenda next year, Josh, with all the you've seen the new schedules coming out, like what are you what are you really gonna focus on for next year? I mean I'll I'll focus on KBF and I'll do the Hobies and if there's any more, like the, I guess if bass puts some out, I'll fish as much as I can. I'll fish them all. So looking at the schedule right now, is there anything that pops out to you uh, on either schedule that you know that you know you're going to hit? I mean, obviously a Kentucky Lake event you're going to. Yeah, any any of the Tennessee River events. Yeah. Um, what we got? Seminole. Seminoles. Yeah. At, yeah. Seminoles in February. That's, that's the first I, one. You gotta try to make that one. Definitely wanna go go down there. Um, I really wanna go to St. Clair. Is there any more on St. Clair next year? I'm sure there is. Border City Classic, is that done by yeah, the Border City Classic's back next year. I'm pretty sure that's what what I saw Ridge say. Alright, I plan on doing the the selfish smackdown in January. I've uh, never done that. How was it? I heard that's a pretty good party down there. Well, it was it was it was horrible for me because I got seasick for eight hours and shut up, really. Yeah, I just threw up the entire time. <laughs> hey, only, that was the, that was the only way I could feel better was to to throw up and uh, and then fish for fifteen minutes and then throw up again. So, what are you gonna do different to avoid that? You just gonna be used to it? I guess I'm gonna take some of that dramamine or whatever. You're trying to get you a shame. Well, I was fine. I was fine with pre-fishing, but uh, the, the day of the tournament, there were so many boats out there. They were just chopping the waves up, and it's like it was like I was in a washing machine, basically. You trying to get a Shane Williams uh, photo profile photo opportunity, or what are you doing down there? Oh yeah, that's what I need. I, I need got, he changes pro. He's got a different profile pic now, Jeff. That's oh, so twenty sixteen. I know, but he still pulls it out as needed when we start talking about. So. <laughs> they got a peacock uh, tournament going down on down there. Next year too on Lake Ida. Oh really? I'd like to go do that. We're actually heading down there in uh, the week after the TOC. We're going. We're going down there to film with uh, Rob Rob Balbure. We're gonna try to catch some peacocks. I think we're gonna hit Felsmere maybe for some largemouth, and then go offshore and try to get a sailfish. Hopefully. Yeah. Try to pack a lot into four days. I mean, you can hit it. You can go Felsmere, Ida, and then down to the sailfish. That's the plan. That's, that's what we did, but it was really cold in Felsmere. I, you know, 
caught a bunch of small ones, but uh, then we went to uh, we went to Ida. And that's where Cody got that that blade bait in his face, Ugh. and then we went to the Selfish Smackdown. Is Cody rolling with you down there this year? Is he going to that? Cody, yeah, he'll, he'll yeah, he'll be going. If I go, he'll go. <laughs> He's not gonna let me go down there by myself, I hope. Because he knows he knows way more about it than I do. You know. Is there a lot of sailfish out there in Arkansas? No, I think I think he used to live over there for, <laughs> for a little while. That little red river where he lives, there's big brown trout and sailfish in that thing. It's unbelievable. Oh, be damned. Well, that's pretty good. That's what that's what classifies it as a blue ribbon stream. Yeah, <laughs> yeah gotta have a good mix. Dude, I had a, so the guy that won the native event, he hit me up today and he said uh he said he hooked a trout in there, Josh. And where? In the grass, out in the front of where me and you was at. Trout. I, I said a trout. I said that's a shad, son. That ain't a trout. And he's like, no, I swear it was a trout. He or said I put it up. And there were three or four of them. I was like, oh, all right, man. You know, that's that's cool. I hadn't seen any trout out there on the flats of Gunnersville, but maybe looking. Is he a local guy? Where's he mm-hmm. coming with the trout information? Queen City. He's one of one of oh. Benny's queens. East Coast guy. Okay. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, he done kept, caught all the trout on Gunnersville. Yeah, I, I, I prefaced where he was at. I didn't catch anything, and he went out there and smashed them. Yep. You didn't catch any trout, Josh? Um, <laughs> I think I might have hooked it to a brook, but it got off. <laughs> you know, caught one of them little baby ones they take pictures of in yeah. Colorado. In a little yeah, they're three miles up a trail. Fishing for a little bit yeah. of brick trout. Now, I'm sure there's probably some trout way up those creeks where it comes out of the mountain, uh, but I haven't yeah. seen any out in the pads and stuff. I think, I think they only live to the what? I think it's got to be the low 65 or? Yeah, that water's about 90 out there. Yeah, that's the kind of mess that you have up here. You'll put rainbow trout in Washita down by the dam. Yeah, there you go. So what, what kind of what kind of baits do I need to bring with me out there, Jeff? Uh, no, uh, bring, I bring, uh, we'll see if you're going to lie to me real quick. No, nah, I ain't going to lie to you. I don't want to tell you <laughs> wrong. I bet you, uh, see water temps be still pretty good. You bring out a square bill, chatterbait or spinnerbait, whatever you like. And, uh, some kind of top water go to work back in the creeks. What about an a rig and a jerk bait? That's kind of what I was hoping for. Well, I don't know if they'll be on that rig. They may be way back shallow. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, I throw that rig shallow. As a matter of fact, yeah, we'll go back here and throw it. You just got to reel a little bit faster. Yeah. <laughs> just get the start with three arm. Throw that one pretty easy. Yeah. Shallow. Yeah. Yeah. I tell you this during, during the state championship, I, I will tell you all this: the bait that I, I fished uh, went to three different areas. The bait was really small. If that helps y'all at, at all, and that's no no lie. Bait fish were pretty small. It was in our state championship on Chick, too. I mean, the bait they were eating was maybe an inch, inch and a half. Yeah. Well, see, Kentucky Lake is still full of just crazy amounts of bait right now. I don't know what's going on in, in Kentucky Lake. but Is it baby maybe, carp? No, I think <laughs> the carp is a big problem, but there's the bass are still there. Trust me. What's on Kentucky Lake next year? I mean, obviously the Hobie. The Hobie. BOS. KBF is running another one through, right? Yeah. Well, that's what I've heard. They're doing a pro, a pro thing there? 
I can't remember which yes. one it was on. I, I thought I saw it on one of the schedules, but. Is on, I think they're having one on Kentucky Lake. I think the uh, Challenge Series and everything next year will be on. I'm not sure. This this is not official. I think Wheeler maybe. Wheeler or Pickwick or Wheeler and Pickwick or. Yeah. <laughs> to be determined. As always. I'm, I'm ready to see how it goes next year. I think. Uh, I mean, I, I do think, like you were saying, Josh. I think I think there's probably one more. One more hat to get thrown in the ring before yeah. you mean, the end Ryan, of the year. Ryan, you mean the worst kept secret in fishing in kayak fishing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I seen a picture of it the other day. Somebody showed me a picture. Uh, buddy, the clock is ticking. I don't. <laughs> it's we're getting on on toward the end of the year here. I hope uh, I hope that there's some news shared soon. I, I'd like to get a calendar made out myself. Yeah, that'd be helpful. Not that it matters, but I mean, I know some people have jobs where you have to put in your time off request by the end of the year. So the closer you get to that, the the kind of more you're going to slim it down on who's going to attend. But I mean, I plan on traveling around and fishing a pretty good number of events next year. I want to hit Fort for sure uh, at least once. I'd like to get out to California. I know there's that Delta event. Kind of got my eye on it. Yeah, depending on what I'm doing, I'll go to Fort but California. Uh, I won't do it once. I've heard too much about the Delta. I won't go see it one time. I want to see Greg Blanchard boat flipping eight pounders out there. <laughs> hey, I'm kind of excited to see what TOC announces for next year. They haven't announced that yet, so we don't know where that's going to be, or at least, at least I don't. I'm excited for when they're going to announce Worlds. Where's that going to be? Stateside, maybe. At Gunnersville? On Kentucky Lake? South Pittsburgh, Tennessee. That's what I heard. That's fine with me. <laughs> Straight out of Pittsburgh, baby. <laughs> uh, when are you coming out here, Jeff? You ever gonna make it out this way, buddy? I came to Kentucky Lake. It's about as far as I made it this year. Uh, but yeah, I'm, a, I'm gonna I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get back on the road this year. 2019's been rough for me, dude. I've had uh, I know. old age has hit me like a baseball bat, but I'm on the comeback. I'm eating vegetables <laughs> and and taking pain medicine, so I'm good to go. <laughs> How's that vegan stuff go? I thought about you. I ate about four or five tacos a night, and I thought, man. Let me tell you something, brother. this. Monday night, I thought I was going to die. But by, really? Yeah, it was it was bad. I don't think I ate enough is the problem. But today, Wait, Kenny. No, nah, just seven days, Josh. Seven days, I'm doing uh, a little trial. But uh, by today, I'm doing pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good. Did you eat all them beans at once, or what happened? I did. I, it was bad. It was a bad night. Oh boy! I hope I don't ever get down to that in my old age. Yeah, but, I, but I'm good now. We'll see. I, I'm gonna make it till Monday. The finish line is, is all right. But yeah, twenty twenty is gonna be better. I'm gonna be back on the road and try to get out there. I've got four hobies on the schedule for me. Uh, maybe a, maybe a fifth, and then you know, what, what's your four? I've got uh, four Dardanelle here in Arkansas, of course, Kentucky Lake, and then Lacrosse. I want to go back up there. That place was was wild. It was awesome. Uh, and then I was eyeballing um, the what's the Coosa River one? It's not too bad as far as a, a drive time for me. So those, those four with the maybe on the boundaries. Now is that a river? Is that a, just a river only? A river slash? I, I haven't seen boundaries announced yet, but I thought I heard that they were going to include Weiss too. Okay. I hope that. I mean, I don't know. I don't care. It's just harder to fish a big tournament on just a river. So yeah, you need somebody to float with or. 
I think it'd be. I think it'd be tougher. I assume that a lake will be included, but I don't know. Most of the tournaments that have been held down there have been lake and river. Yeah. Okay. I fish Lake Jordan. That's on the coast, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely fun to get outside your comfort zone and do a little traveling. So, um, you know, hopefully, we can get out there and, and see you on this side of the Mississippi, Ryan. See you over here, at Lake Fork, and some places, huh? I'm coming, dog. Hey, you're gonna see me in a couple of weeks if you can hang around on Saturday. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm gonna give it all I got. I promise you. But I, I may be there Saturday anyway, just to uh, shoot the breeze and then get out of, get out of everybody's way. Well, depending on how Saturday goes, come find us Saturday night. We right. may be having a good time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it may may not be anything to wake up for on Sunday. Yeah. Hey, you might have to drive to Hot Springs for that. Hey, and let me tell everybody this real quick while everybody's watching this and whoever may listen to it later. Our local club, we've got a chapter down there in central Arkansas, and there's a there's a chance they may throw together a little jackpot on Saturday, just a little nothing associated with the BOS, but if you made the trip for the shootout and can't and don't make it in and you're down there anyway, like a little 20 or $30 throw in and go fish Lake Hamilton, a separate lake. Uh, just for fun. So if you're watching this and you make the trip, uh, kind of be watching for that. On the, if you if you're not a member of Natural State Kayak Anglers, go join that. That'd be and, uh, cool. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's right there. If you're if you've driven a, a long ways anyway, be something fun to do on a different lake that's close by. So, so Josh, what are your thoughts on the whole pro kayak angler deal? How, I mean, how do you think that's shaping up? I mean, uh, there are a few guys that that can travel around the country and. And fish a lot of these events. You, you know, Cody, Siddiqui, uh, y'all make quite a few of them. How, how do you think that's looking? You know, from from your standpoint. Obviously, you've won a pile of money, so you probably speak on it a little better than anybody else. But well, what are your thoughts on it? Um, the whole pro thing. I mean, I think it's just it's just got the lack of you know the non academic uh, sponsors. You know, we don't have the big sponsors yet, but. You know, it takes time, and um, I think I think it'll end up being there one day. This is going to take a little time, you know. I mean, the sports have been growing for how many years? It just keeps growing every year. Yeah. So I believe we're well on our way. I what think we'll see it pick up. Think it'll happen a little more. I, I mean, I, I definitely think you know the BOS series is a step in the right direction. I think it's getting some some eyes on it from kind of larger entities. I think once that happens, you'll see more of the commercial aspect of yeah. bigger companies trying to buy in on it when they yeah, think I'm, there's. I'm just trying to be optimistic too, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. I mean, everybody wants it. Yeah. Something that's probably missing still is, you know, uh, to sponsor the events is one thing, and then sponsor a pro kayak angler is another. And to have, what kind of value can a pro kayak angler give back to a? to a company right now especially outside of the kayak angler uh realm like josh said the non-endemics what what value would they get from sponsoring a non you know a kayak traveling angler and that once they can prove that i guess maybe the doors will open but i mean is that there yet are we away from that i know there's a few people with social media following that can pull that and stuff like that <laughs> so that's what i was going to say i think i think that uh you know kind of the the premise around that is it take it's going to take more than being a great tournament angler. Obviously, you know, having a, a pretty solid skill set to fall back on helps. But I mean, as far as like like you were saying, Jeff, with social media, 
you know, for a company to invest, it's going to have to be a recognized name. You know, it's going to have to be somebody that, you know, these other other industries are going to be able to pick up on and, and be able to market to. Uh, so, I mean, I think I think that part of it is a big factor well, as far as what's going to draw in these outside companies that throw their money behind somebody. I mean, well, it's just like it's just like the pros. I mean, you got to be approachable. You got to be able to talk to the people and. I mean, you can't just be just win tournaments and just then go back to the house and say, you know, I'm not talking to anybody. I'm just sitting at the house and I'm gonna fish tournaments and that's it. I mean, yeah, you gotta I mean, get out there. The big, the big successful personalities too, like Gerald Swindle. You know, he's hilarious. Does he smash it in every tournament? Nope. Yeah. Iconelli personality is huge. Does he kill yeah. it in every tournament? Nope. But they all make you laugh though. So right, yeah, yep. You gotta, you gotta make uh, make that money. Uh, I mean, there's only – I'm trying to think of off the top of my head the social media anglers that tournament fish that are good tournament anglers with a big social media following that could really give that back to folks. You know, you got yeah. Greg Blanchard right off the top of my head. Christine, yeah. Christine's got a big following. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there's a handful of other folks, but I – mean, there's. I don't think there's really anybody that has a following, you know, like the big pros. Right, you know, there's, with 100,000 yeah. folks, that, yeah. you know, watching everything. We're not there yet, but we're getting there. You know, we're, we're yeah. climbing I mean, we haven't been around, you know, since when the bass bass start in the seventies, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, it's in its infancy. I mean, I think I think the biggest thing that kind of falls on all of our shoulders right now is not dropping the ball. Like now we're in this growing stage. Like, yeah, you know, you got to keep it heading in the right direction and keep it keep it growing. You know, don't don't screw up now. And make it look like a joke, and then yeah. these big companies turn their backs and write you I mean, off forever. I know. I mean, I know Chad. He has his his head in the right place. I mean, um, I believe he's growing it. I believe he. Um, everything. I mean, I. If it wasn't for him, I probably wouldn't. I wouldn't be on here right now. You know. I mean. Yeah, for sure. Um, and that's basically where I got my start. I mean, it takes all these people to grow a sport, not just you know one. You can't really just bash each other either. You know. Um, but he said a lot of things, you know, that he's going to do. And, I mean, for the most part, he has taken it in that direction. I mean, like when he started talking about the 10, I mean, I was kind of like, this guy's talking about the 10, top 10, we get to go, you know. So, I mean, and it happened. And I'm, it happens every year. Well, what I hope with, with Chad and any other organization is that, that they they listen and grow. And you know, yeah. fix some of the repetitive problems. Yeah, uh, you yeah, know, I, know, I, I know, I know what you mean, but I, I believe they're working on it. I believe it'll get better. And I think BOS, Hobie BOS, and and whatever Bass may do, and whoever else is going to pop up is going to push. Yeah, that fix because competition does that in anything. So yeah, exactly. So when you got your start, Josh, you were talking. You know, you're saying that that's how you got into it. You started on this on a local level. You know, here in Tennessee. Do you have any advice for like new guys coming into the sport as far as kind of, you know, obviously you focus a lot more on tournaments. You're a tournament fisherman. That's what you do. You're not a YouTuber. You're not, you know, fishing for likes or whatever. Uh, you know, do you have any advice for the new guys coming in? I mean, I basically got my start. Uh, I just got a kayak just, you know, just because of um, it was easy to throw in the, throw in the back of the truck, take to the to the lake and fish. And, uh and I started watching, you know, like those old Drew Gregory videos, you know, of him fishing out of his Jackson. And I was like, oh, 
that's a badass kayak, you know, because I just had like this like old per- like perception. I don't even know, remember what it was called. Um, and you know, I fished probably for about two or three years out of the kayak, and I started thinking to myself, you know, uh, they gotta have kayak tournaments somewhere. So I looked online, and sure enough, they do. And it was like the river bassing tournaments, you know. And that was the first one I ever fished on the Caney on the Caney Fort. I actually woke up in the morning and didn't even have a measuring device. And then the second one was um, Kentucky Lake back before it was a national championship, and it was just called the Open. It was the Open, yeah. Yeah, that was the second tournament I ever fished, and I just bombed in it. But um, if I had any advice getting out there, yeah, definitely be just – like when I first started, I was fishing all the local trails. Like I probably fished 30 tournaments that year. It was crazy. If, if there was a tournament that weekend, I'd fish one on Saturday. If there was one on Sunday, I'd fish that one on Sunday, you know. Just going to, like, Southern Middle and, you know, when back when Robert Wacker was up here, he had the, was it, he had Central Tennessee. Yep. Yes, somebody else runs that now, don't they? Uh, Brent, does Brent run Brent, that one? Yeah, but Brent's moving to Texas, so they've handed it off again. Okay. So, and, um, and, of course, you know, KBFTN, I mean, that's, and I fished one, the first time I fished Gunnersville was actually with you guys. So, I mean, I fished all those those uh, clubs, you know, all around the state, and I'm fishing different lakes, and that helps, you know, learn the lakes, too, because, you know, every lake's going to be different. I mean, but in Tennessee, we got, like, we got the we got good rivers, we got the Highland Reservoirs, you know, like Del Hollow and Center Hill, and then we got, you know, the Tennessee River system with those lakes, and those are, like, just phenomenal lakes. It's a very good place to, to uh, get time on the water, too. So start start at the bottom, build your way up, get as much experience as you can. Well, I mean, if you're already smashing them, I mean, I guess go ahead and enter some Hobie events too. <laughs> yeah, it's not like you're like, throwing out sixty thousand dollars, you know? Right. It's only two hundred bucks. I know. Well, I mean, I think I think as kayak anglers, we kind of limit our mindset too. Like when you get used to these like thirty or forty dollar local events, and they're like two hundred dollars, but I mean. If you look at any bass boat tournament anywhere, I mean it's a yeah. hundred, you know, hundred bucks, hundred fifty bucks anyway for, for regular stuff. Not you even for a big event. With with worse payouts. Oh yeah. Yeah, just just don't buy that new rod and reel combo that month. I mean, there's a two hundred dollars. If I could get half of Steve-O's rod and reel combos to sell, I'd never have to pay another entry fee again <laughs> for the rest of my life. I don't have many because I, I I'm always breaking stuff. I don't need them, man. I carry four rods with me all the time. Yeah. I, that's maximum. I have four rods. I'm done. That's it. If I, I mean, I can retie. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty capable of tying on another yeah. lure if exactly. <laughs> it doesn't work out. But I used to take five. I like what you guys are saying because I'm like some of these other guys watching. I'm a hoarder. I'll try to jam twelve rods on there and fifty <laughs> boxes. All your plastics? No. Well, especially when you see guys come over from bass boats into kayak fishing, that's one of their biggest struggles is because they're used to having, you know, two freaking rod lockers yeah. full and then every piece of tackle they own in the boat all the time. They get the whole bass pro in their boat. Yep. I mean, generally, it's between like five Plano boxes and then a Walmart bag full of whatever soft plastics I bought. That's That's pretty much my tournament. If it's not in yeah. there, then... I guess I'm going to the house. <laughs> didn't, didn't pack, then I throw the uh, I throw all my plastics in my front hatch, and I'm I even thin those out a little bit because I'll start stuffing too much in there. And I'll just, see, 
Uh, before I go out fishing, I was getting the truck and just throw all the ones I'm. I'm Do I you know have like a Siddiqui uh, size bag of soft plastic? No, that's ridiculous. <laughs> everybody, <laughs> that everybody that's watching this needs to take note because both you guys have smashed this year in, in a bunch of tournaments, and and here you are talking about a Walmart sack and a handful of rides. Uh, we could all take a lesson. I think, think Siddiqui's got like uh, Quick Creek mixed in with those things too. That bag weighs 125 pounds at least. <laughs> It's a freaking garbage bag full of soft plastics. It's hilarious. I thought his boat was full of water. Oh, you know, getting the hatch get out. It's just a that. giant bag of soft plastics. I was like, why do we not take this out before we loaded <laughs> your boat? Because he, he was still using a T-bone at that time, so you'd have to pick his boat up and yeah. set it back in yeah, the truck. That, yeah, he would, he would uh, pull your back out trying to do it. Yep. <laughs> What else you got, Jeff? I'm not getting any more questions. Uh, had a few people drop off. We're still hovering around 30 people. What hot button items did we have? We had a couple things blow up on the page this week. Something about gravy. That's all. I remember seeing something that about gravy. That was a throwback to last year. That was. You need to go read that, Josh. <laughs> no, you no, seen no, that no, not the gravy. Hold on, hold on. I know what that's about. I'm talking about the uh, mashed potatoes. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah I was yeah. thinking mashed potatoes, gravy. You know. Somebody posted something about. What was that? Uh, somebody, Rich, posted about the pedal drives. That was a pretty good discussion. That wasn't really uh, a oh, controversial. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we had yeah, somebody was, else uh, post about, yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I need to go back and look. There was a, there was a, it was a good week. Oh, we talked about, we, we got on uh, the deal about uh, disabled people using motors. That got pretty touching. That was the barn burner there. Yeah. yeah, I do remember that one. That may have been what it was. You know, KBF obviously allows them for everybody, so it's not an issue. But the, the discussion, Josh, was motor waivers for you know, people that are disabled. And ha not not necessarily do we allow them, but how do you determine who's disabled and who's not? And it got pretty heated in there with some folks. So, I, I just, I mean, for, for my personal take on it, man, like, you know, if you're running these tournaments and you don't want to allow motors, you're the one running the tournament. There are other tournaments that you can fish that allow or, or don't motors our local stuff doesn't allow motors and i mean that's i'm not saying it's not a contention point but we don't and and we're not going to like the, the state clubs are not they're not going to right. well and, and we have a disabled guy that runs a motor and it's no big deal nobody right but i'm you know i'm saying specifically like you know for waivers but overall you know it's it's yeah. you know manpowered only for for the most part well the discussion josh was how do you determine it you know what? What? What constitutes being okay? You're disabled, and that and that's where people got upset because they felt like people were kind of saying, guess "Are you discriminating?" Yeah. You know, if, if, so Mark, you know, know how you make that judgment call either. I don't know who says that. Who yeah. says if you're disabled or not? You know, um, is it, it's, I think it's just a problem that's not real, but they're trying to make it like it's real. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think somebody mentioned that somebody with kidney stones got a waiver to use a motor. I mean, something silly well, like that, and that pissed everybody off. That's not disabled. What we'll do is if anyone out there has a problem and, and needs uh, verification, we will send David Cruz to your house to do a physical on whoever the person is. <laughs> and he will determine whether or not Well, okay. I mean, at least we found something for him to do. That's good. <laughs> is he bringing the gloves? Is that that kind of physical? I don't know. Whatever he needs. He's. A, I mean, he's a, you know, he, he's a... Officer of the law, and he's also trained in uh, medical procedures. I think so. He can. Cruz really seems way more of a barehanded kind of guy. I don't think. Oh. <laughs> I don't think you'll see the gloves come out with him. 
That's my guy. Sorry, David. Oh, wait a minute. He's watching. He's watching. He's chiming in. Uh-oh. Roast time. Yeah. Yep. Let's see them hands, David. You got gloves on. Oh, David. But, yeah, that was that was kind of the hot topic of the week was that deal. And then there's a few other just kind of funny things. But it's been a good week on the page, I thought. Oh, yeah. Always a good time right around the corner. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll look at them. I just keep my mouth shut. Yeah. That's all right. <laughs> That's usually for the best. I mean, for the most part, <laughs> I think Jeff and I have kind of fallen back into the keep our mouths shut. <laughs> Chime in if you need to, but for the I'm most just, part, it kind of just, just – I'm just eating the popcorn, man. That's all yeah. I'm doing. We, we've kind of built a monster, and now we just enjoy the fruits of our labor. Yeah. So what? What? Uh, how much did you win this year, Josh? What was your grand total? I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure. We can't uh, see that think. behind you because you got it right. That's when you know. That's when you know you've won a lot of money when you're like, I don't know. I'm I lost not, you. I, I'm I lost sure. you for a second. What'd you say? So that's yeah, how you know so you won a lot you of money. You got a lot. Of, you won a lot of money when you got to blur the background out so people can't see your checks. Yeah. <sighs> like, I'm, I'm not, not sure. I've lost that's count. Check a thousand dollar checks. You at thirty? Are you at thirty grand? Thirty five? Forty? Hell, he was at 20 this uh, weekend. That's what I'm saying. I know. I mean, I know he's got to be close in that ballpark. He's trying to figure it up right now. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. I'm probably about 35, something like that, maybe. That's not bad out of a piece of Tupperware, man. That's good. That's I, good. I won more last year than I have this year. Really? <laughs> Josh. More, more, yeah, more, been that good more, of a year. Only won 35. <laughs> more tournaments or more more money? More money. Just bigger lump sums or whatever? I won a 20 and a 10 last year. I got you. Plus, uh, you know, placing in other tournaments, local okay. tournaments. Why don't you go ahead and shoot me your schedule, and I will schedule opposite of you. That will be probably my best. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, I guess you're you not going to Seminole Lake Fort. <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. I'll be there. you, you got to keep an eye out when you see his name pop up on the schedule. That's cool. Unless we're at Lake Blue. That was horrible. That's the fun part. That's the, That's the fun part, getting out there and matching matching wits with these guys. I mean, it makes me work a little bit harder. I like it. Yeah. I like fishing against, like, like the TLC is going to be tough. That's a lot of heavy hitters in there. So that's what that's one thing that you know definitely the TLC is kind of bringing to the table a little bit different is, is that's 50 people that you don't want to see <laughs> signed up for a tournament all stuck into one one event there. That's It's definitely going to be a grind, I'd say. And I say, obviously, the local guys are going to have a little bit of a leg up. But, you know, overall, I mean, there's some smart, smart guys in that field. There's some boys going to figure it out pretty quick. I swear, all these large national events, it's somebody from out of town. I mean, it's just like clockwork. Yep. I mean, pretty much. Well, good thing I'm not from Arkansas. So. That's right. Uh, although, uh, there's a couple guys here that are, that are ready. I mean, I, uh, there's a couple of our local guys that have made it in that really don't travel and fish nationally, so they'll be a factor. They just oh. fish Wachita all the time? No. Uh, actually, the guy that's – he's our back-to-back AOI up here. Uh, he qualified through the 10-killer event, but he, he has never fished Wachita, I don't think. Or he's fished it once. Really? But he, he'll be a factor. Who's hey. your pick, Jeff? Who do we, who's your pick to win it all? Well, I'm a homer, so I'm picking home, home, home guys. Uh, 
I'm looking at, at Cole Sykes and uh, G Money if they're both in it. Well, I know they're both in it. And then if uh, you know our state champ, if he if he makes the trip, Chris Jones, obviously he's got something figured out because he just won the state championship there. So uh, from out of town, guys. I mean, I'm looking at two of the favorites right here. You guys travel well, so uh, I wouldn't be shocked to see one of you climb the leaderboard. You got Cody too. He's a local guy. Yeah, forget about Cody. I don't know why. How could I forget about Cody? He's from all. He's from Arkansas. I guess. Uh, Cody, Lake right now fishing it. Yeah, I, I just think I always think about the guys that fish our local trails that fish that lake more often. So, you know, uh, they're going to be a factor. But golly, I don't know. Like y'all said, there's 47 guys already in the field that it could be any of them. I mean, that's the cool thing about this tournament. Or girls. Sorry, Christine. <laughs> All right. I'm good. I, was, I think I, I think I got my list checked off. All right. Well, we've been on here about right at an hour, so it's been a good talk. We've had uh, anybody that's been watching wants to chime in and ask any questions. We'll jump on here later and follow up with anything you might ask. Josh, we appreciate you taking the time, man. I know you've had a probably busy week. Uh, kind of recapping with everybody. With it's the, all good, uh, man. Winnings. Thanks for having me, on, guys. Yeah, yeah. It's been a. We've been meaning to do this for a while because uh, you've earned a earned some notoriety way before this. So we appreciate you taking the time oh, to fine, jump on our little man. deal here. But it's uh, all good. Ryan, anything else from you, buddy? I'm good, man. Uh, we will we'll be getting packed up here in uh, here about a week and a half and heading your way, Jeff. Get ready. All right, man. Well, we'll see you all down there. It should be a good time, and uh, I'll see you all down there Thursday night or next Thursday Sounds night. Good. Right, it is. All right, have a good night. See you. Thank you.